This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. SliceOnBroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode seven twelve. Does that sound about right? Seven hundred? No, seven hundred thirty-two. Not even Tuesdays. close. Not We've even been talking about professional close. wrestling. What were we talking about before? I don't you know. might have to unplug the modem even sooner on this one. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing some show prep about if this thing went off the rails, and apparently it already that has. Quick. Let's All go. Right. Let's, go. Let's go. That means it's going to be a good one. Um, but anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We we are live at Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, where to talk some wrestling. We got a crew with us. First of all, going down the line, we have in. I don't know. Oh, that's the wrong button. No, oh, there he yeah. is. There he is. We have Mad Mike in Beacon, New York. What's up? And apparently, Matt and I had a. Um um, uh, a uniform tonight, and I didn't know it. You have a uniform. Oh, you also you're moving your mic a little bit there. You also wearing a Venom shirt. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm wearing a Venom shirt, but... <laughs> just go with it. It's the internet. It, it, it's just yeah. the feed. It's just the feed. Don't worry about Chris. Uh, also with us, also on the line over there, is Mainstream Matt. See, Vegas, see what happens when you stab Flower in the back? You see what happens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. This is they a- got heat. They got big time heat. They got big time heat. Mainstream Matt, you you don't have breaking news, but you do have a breakdown for us here later in the show. Yeah. Matt's gonna I, climax all if you want if you want in the written word version it's 2,000 words <laughs> oh, what shit. I said was going to be a quick breakdown of my G1 climax oh no, oh, no. I understand <laughs> our SEO uh, plugin was giving you shit uh, how, much so... do you get, how much do you get paid for per word Dude, on this show <laughs> not enough no, there you go <laughs> <laughs> and there should be a per word section on our patreon i suppose and there he is as has been labeled in the chat room chris the wrong button uh larusso the wrong button yes because i hit the wrong button earlier <laughs> oh okay all right i was gonna say wait I, I'm not aware of how I'm being slandered these days. How by the been? way, I want to turn. I, 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 there's an accidental thing in this framing because this usually doesn't happen. One, you oh, got okay. a Bailey buddy in the corner there, and also you got your good friend Chris Jericho that uh, called your match the one Absolutely time. Absolutely fantastic! Thank you, <laughs> so, Chris. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. There you go. That, that was some good uh, uh, framing that I put that back up mm-hmm. over there. But thank you, a trainer over at the Iron City uh, Wrestling Academy, of course, and just uh, perform- still occasionally get in the ring once in a while. Still, so. still occasionally, are you that? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm well, aware. I mean. There was the, the, there was the Backstreet Boys World Tour. Which to, sort to, of, be, to be to be fair, I haven't seen you in the ring personally since February in Erie. Maybe were I, you on that show? I was. I mean, and then if we're going to go after that, I mean, there was the huge shutdown. Yeah, and I think it's been less than five matches. Like it, it's just opportunities, and, and we're going we yeah, well, yeah, to we're going to get to that, that a little yeah. bit. But opportunities have been uh, slim pickings. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us again. It's been thank you too, for having me. Too long, too long. Um, did, I can't. Were you on one of our COVID shows? I can't. I don't believe did so. Did I, I th- invite you on for one of those? Yeah, we did, but it just something didn't line up. Okay, um, okay. But like we were, but I know that after the uh, the shutdown, 
like there was that time where we were all like, oh, it's the end of the world, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we're like, hey, maybe we should do hangouts and just see where everybody's at. And then Beast mm-hmm. Man went for a walk and yelled at people during our show, and it was really interesting. I mean, that you didn't need, very you didn't need COVID for that. To no, happen. we didn't. That, That's like, just that every happens day. on the south that side. Is, yeah. Somebody called him Kirby on the air. It was weird, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is um well he 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 dresses a certain way when he's in workout mode so um that man that you can infer a lot from that we're just going to move on before i bear that a little bit more beast man i love you see you saturday What's in up, chicago Rush? uh but uh <laughs> this is the wrestling mayhem show you can check out everything i'm gonna try to say words now uh wrestling mayhem show.com guys it's been a few days um and you can of course uh, hit us up at the phone number 412-206-WMS0. Chris, I just remembered something that I'm going to send you here in a moment. Okay. You can hit us up uh, at that email address. Good times! Good times. Why am I the only one? <laughs> I, I'm just going to call it the Skype delay, man. Okay. That, that's all it is. Uh, at uh, Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can join us live every week at 9 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Facebook for the Wrestling Mayhem Show, at Mayhem Show on Twitter, on the Wrestling Mayhem Show YouTube page, and over on the Twitch page for Sorgatron Media. Uh, thank you, everybody that's hanging out and already given uh, uh, Chris LaRusso new nicknames over there uh, in the chat room. Uh, but, and also, you can subscribe to the show. Chris, check your Facebook Messenger in a moment. I'm going to have you read some stuff because we've been having the guests do this oh, as boy. a special thing for Patreon. But you can subscribe to the show wherever you like and then Wrestling Mayhem Show Super Feed where you can check out this as well as uh, all the Brave podcasts from our Mayhem Show Network, including we talked with uh, uh, another name that you might know, Chris, uh, Boomer Payne. Oh, yeah. We okay. With and we chatted about how his first uh, uh, 15 year title run with the high stakes title was a rib. <laughs> he thought someone was going to kick out. Yeah, I understand that's what happened. You can you can go listen to that yes. uh, that uh, episode for that story uh, as well. And we have some extra Patreon content with him. Speaking of Patreon, over at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show, you guys have been supporting us and giving us getting some extra content for that. Uh, Chris LaRusso, could you please read and give shout outs to all of our friends on Patreon that do support us? So where's this at? Hold on. So, uh, uh, it should be in the message that I just sent you on Facebook. Thanks to our Patreons, fan of the show, uh, number $1 level. Bo Diggity! Woo! Ed Burke, Bobby F. J. Town, uh, Team Hamma Fist. Uh, now to the Poppy Club $5 level. Oh, God. Bradley Ruthers. Uh, uh, Dave uh, Podnar? Am I mm-hmm. pronouncing mm-hmm. that correctly? Uh, Tina Keys. The Pizza Club, $10 level. Doc Remedy, uh, Kyle Turner. At the $20 level, Occupy Pro Wrestling at Power to the Marks and Farns- <laughs> Farnsworth Investment. What's up, Jay Worth? <laughs> yep. Thank you, guys. You guys can get a shout-out, too, from our guest of the week uh, if, you, if you participate over at Patreon.com okay? slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. <laughs> Do you need a medic? Is everything all right? <laughs> I'm not getting a lot of sleep lately, man. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> It's been a hell of a week, man. How was Chicago? How was Chicago? Chicago was great, except for the rain and and everything. Everything was fine. Warhorse was fun. Uh, I I've got some deep dish War pizza. Horse. I've I, never met him. Listen, yeah. I didn't get to meet much of anybody. Okay, you I was just I was just stuck. Work, I was stuck in a van all day, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Hey, look who's here! It's Warhorse." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> camera two. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was my experience for the most part. But right. uh, uh, but no, no, but it was it was a lot of fun over there. We we talked about warrior wrestling last night on the show on the Monday Mayhem Warriors. Uh, but uh, 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 but but the, uh, no, I did I did something on Flight ninety three. Uh, I, I you know, and all of these I found out Wednesday for all these wow. trips that okay. I was going to Chicago and I was going to Shanksville for Flight 93 mm-hmm. uh, for some unveilings on Thursday night. So it's been kind of an experience. So wait, Thursday night in Shanksville and then... And then Saturday, Saturday in, in Chicago. Chicago. And, you, and, and you probably left Saturday morning. Oh, and I did a site visit uh, about an hour and a half uh, again towards Shanksville Friday night as well so it's just uh and then i came back sunday and we did some green screen shoots sunday night uh i really enjoyed uh, those by the way i thought i thought the clips i saw those those were pretty funny i like that we had uh yeah we had a couple guys there thank you thank you we're we're trying to do something different you know it's like hey we got the space let's do some fun stuff Mm -hmm. uh go to indie wrestling.us uh uh, check out the COVID confessions actually that's mainstream matt's brainstorm um there's a whole other segment i there's a whole whole other segment i shot Mm-hmm. That 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 we haven't done yet. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff. There's 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 stuff. I went to Chicago, so nothing got edited last week. So polycon <laughs> footage is coming maybe this week, hopefully. Uh, but <laughs> you know, we got a lot on the plate. So, but anyways, um, so here we are. This is the part where we talk wrestling, right? Uh, <laughs> so wrestling. So first, I guess we'll, we'll go and start with this. So uh, mainstream Matt. I'm saying your full name every time now for some reason. Mainstream Matthew. Matthew, no, that's right. <laughs> uh, you are prepared. You 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 had a bit of a write up today, like you mentioned, for the G1 climax. You mm-hmm. let us know what's going on in Japan. They actually have wrestling with fans. That's great. Um, but they they but they're also they they're rolling with their tournaments, which which is also awesome and takes up a lot of our time if you need it. Uh, but uh, so what's going on with the climax? Uh, it's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, the um, yeah, it's uh, starting on Saturday morning. Uh, they're going to get this thing kicked off. It's only about like five or six months late. So, do you remember how excited I, I was? I, I was about to say whenever. Sure? Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Are you sure it's yeah. five months late? I seem to remember it being lit in midsummer. So, was it? Was uh, it? May, maybe. Uh, maybe my brain is kind of like wrapping yeah. the pandemic around the. Stuff. It, it's a couple months late. The right? new it's Japan Cup. The new Japan Cup was was if if we're using that as sort of they, the new Japan Cup knocked what I think would have been G one and that pushed G one down into to uh, right now because I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just uh, I do know that that a, a lot of things were delayed and like everything was pushed down. New Japan Cup got pushed that which then pushed uh, the G one. Yeah, time right. is a flat circle. It, well, it's supposed I mean, to happen before it's happening now. Chris Sorga likes to bring me in here and pretend I'm like the expert on Japanese wrestling. I, mm-hmm. I am not an expert per se. You, I, I'm attentive to, to Japanese you, wrestling. You watch more than we Japan, do because so. it's very easy to consume in this day and age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to seek it out, uh, but I'm glad it's finally here. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to just just gorging myself on early morning wrestling uh, going forward, and I'm happy that. By some trick of, they've managed to get um, some of the out of the country talent into Japan, so they can uh, be part of this tournament. I think they've got basically everyone that they wanted to have outside of maybe maybe a guy or two. There's there are one, some suspiciously uh, <laughs> underwhelming uh, people so in the. We're going to uh, talk about that year, too. But, yeah, there's uh, one or two that okay. jump out. There's one or two that jump out. It's like you haven't been in the G1 in about. 
six, seven years. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> so, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 I I noticed a couple other things. Like, all right, I'll just say it. Yujiro Takahashi. Yeah, that, that was one where I'm like, and I I am a fan of Yujiro. Like, I like what he does. I like his character, the Tokyo Pimp. I you know I love the whole thing. A force to be reckoned with in New Japan. He is not. No. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was one where um, that one kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's I'm, kind of the I'm one sipping on your lead guy. And I'm trying to think of the, now that I'm on the spot, I'm having trouble remembering like the foreign talent who like is very notable by his absence. Because let's see what they got. They got, J- they got Jay White in. They got Kenta in. They got mm-hmm. Osprey in. Mm-hmm. They got Jeff Cobb in. Mm-hmm. I mean, so basically, I mean, it was all on the table, it seems like. Uh, bad luck folly. That was the one that they were saying that like if bad luck folly were just in the country, you know, he might, that he'd might be, be that in that spot instead yeah. of Ujiro. Yeah, it might be that <laughs> he takes the spot of Ujiro. And I mean, I know that that Moxley was in it last year, and you yeah. know that, that there were there were a couple of the you know uh, foreign guests, I suppose, that you might have mm-hmm. thought they could they could slip in. Um, but now, now my my pipe dream for this year's G one is I wanted. Carl Anderson to be in the G1 this year. Mm-hmm. Very it's not going to happen, yeah. but that would have been Former great. Former G1 finalist. Yeah. Been nice to see him like get that chance to kind of remind everybody how good he is mm-hmm. um, as a single. And, um, and, and but, even uh, uh, Luke Gallows did a couple and, you know, had, had a pretty good showing in a couple of the G1s. There was a, a does anyone here, does anyone here listen to Talking Shop? Did the, the, the podcast. No I, no, I do listen to it every once in a while. There was a they, this was years ago. This was back when they were originally in, okay. uh, a, a, you know, the original run of the Bullet Club, and they're in the middle of the G one doing a podcast. And uh, the line that stuck out to me was, um, you know, sometimes they say that like, hey, tonight, you know, try and take it easy out there. Don't maybe don't do moves like a power bomb. Fucking the G one, you can start with a power bomb, like that. <laughs> so. You know, it it does tell you sort of the level of of competition that uh, that is expected of the tournament. Yeah, and I'm interested to see kind of how some of those guys kind of elevate their game because I mean, New Japan. I mean, I'm very happy that they're back and that they're running shows on the regular. Uh, and I thought the stadium show was a lot of fun, but a lot of the other extraneous stuff, uh, a lot of those extra road two shows have been kind of meh. Uh, it's been hard to get really hyped up, as it is to get hyped up about just about any professional wrestling right now, just because of the uh, the absence of you know full arenas for a lot of them, and the, mm. and the Japanese fans are, are are kind of following the rules that you know New Japan has laid out for them as far as not making any noise with their mouths, which apparently is a thing now. So we'll we'll see yeah. if they can. Uh, can I follow that up? Uh, so we talked sure. about last month about a beta app they were rolling out for the fans to use to to hit to cheer electronically with their phones have mm-hmm. you watched any of the shows since they've watched they've rolled that out i i think i have and i i it hasn't been that it hasn't been as good as i had hoped it kind of just sounds like buzzing you know in, in the crowd it, it, it like a Vuvuzela from the from the World Cup, <laughs> almost like a second. Yeah, and then you'll kind of like it'll get quiet for a second. It'll go, yeah. Um, so I mean, it hasn't been the um, let, let's put it this way: it ain't the magic bullet uh, that we are all looking for. That everyone is still looking for. Uh, is, is it better than the canned applause in the Thunderdome? <laughs> 
I don't know. You, you know, from what I've seen of the Thunderdome, especially this past Monday, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it came across all right. I think they're, I think it's it's definitely trending upward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how authentic the noise is, but they are doing a decent job of replicating, you know, real crowd reaction. They're not okay. <laughs> well, I mean, but, I'm, no, I'm just saying this. Given, given what my I'm, like my appearance on the Thunderdome, it definitely doesn't seem like my voice is being heard at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not suggesting that those fans that we see on the monitors are actually being yeah. heard during the broadcast but they're yeah. there and you know they're, they're coaching them up so you, they're a lot more animated than they were before instead of like you know you know dolts like you and i just kind of like staring into our webcam like that you know at least mm-hmm. now they're you know, moving yeah, there, their arms there was a stuff. lot of so there there was a lot of dead eye uh uh fans yeah. out there just like looking straight yeah. at you but uh i will say <laughs> um if you saw any of the nfl this weekend i don't know what the nfl is doing i think they figured it out as far as well, crowd, as far as crowd noise, because uh, I mean, well, they're using the Madden to overlay it, weren't they? Or am I thinking? The, I yeah. don't know what they're using, but the it, it was good enough that until you saw a play that brought the camera up to the to the stadium, or until there was a touchdown where they sort of panned up and you got a different view. If you just took the normal view and you didn't know any better, you'd think that the that there were fans in this in this stands. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I don't know yeah. what Matt, I don't know what the NFL has figured out, but that's as close as I've seen for live entertainment uh, replication of a crowd yeah. yet. So, so I, the first, I don't know what ahead. the NFL did because, because I've watched, you know, like MLB where they've used some of that piped in sound and it's been really like, it, it there's just feels like there's a huge disconnect between what you're watching and what's actually what you're hearing from the you know the 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 robot fans that they're pumping through the speakers but i watched a lot of nfl over the weekend and i forgot there were no fans there mm. for most of the game it until depends, they would bring it, it up I, I i watched you know this um i i watched the bills jets game i watched the uh the Bucks and the Saints, and I gave very little thought to whether there were fans. And, there and I'm, I'm seeing articles about the Saint Bucks game where there's a lot of uh, conversation about how jarring it was. Like in that one in particular, maybe wasn't the greatest. Like, oh, so remember they got to be like cueing the right sounds when they first started with WWE. There was like one crowd guy that you heard every 30 seconds. But, the, to, but one right? thing about the Bucks and the Saints that was at the Superdome. Mm. Like if the noise that the Superdome typically makes, yeah, yeah, yeah. is different than any other arena in, in, in football. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it 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 depends on the arena because like I haven't watched a Seattle Seahawks game yet, but I'm sure Tina can attest the noise there. Twelfth man, is the twelfth man, like it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And some stadiums actually have live people in it too. So yes, it's been kind of a mixture. Like I think the Thursday night game in Kansas City. Had uh, like seventeen thousand yes. kind of people. Infamously did yes. Uh, yeah, from what yeah. I, I think the only ones. I think the only games they got live fans into was the uh, was the Chiefs game, and I think the Jags were home, so well, they well, were able. Well, to I mean, have let's, let's be honest. In their Jacksonville does not Florida. give a fuck. Jacksonville mm. does not give a fuck. <laughs> All right, like <laughs> th- th- it could be the zombie apocalypse, and Wardlow will be working Darby Allen in front of at least five thousand people. Like, <laughs> I love you, Wardlow. That was not a shot. I'm just that's not a shot at AEW. Mm-hmm. That's a shot at the city of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville mm-hmm. doesn't and, care. And even with that, you know, AEW still like 
social distancing. They're, yeah, no, they're, yeah. they're doing it right. It's an outdoor venue. Yeah. And like, you know, no, 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 not and at all. And since that's the same people running that, more or less venue-wise... They're right next to it. Those venues are right next yeah, to it. They're, yeah, they're connected. Like, they, you see, a, they walk backstage, and there's the field. Yeah. In, in a lot of the shots that happen. So, so I would hope then the, the you know, the football is taking kind of a lot of the same kind of ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe AEW was a small scale test run of what they could do. That's at, possible. Yeah. At obviously a larger scale for the NFL. That's possible. As I mean, well. yeah. I, I, it, it seems to make sense. So that's why they're playing with it. Even though I saw they have a, a, a sort of season ticket. For AEW to to make sure fans are coming back, mm-hmm. so um, no, it's smart. One other thing, I don't know if you may have talked about this in prior weeks, but uh, I did also appreciate that AEW clamped down on on uh, scalpers. Yes, like, br- you know, breaking yeah. up. Yes, uh, the family pods, fa- the family pods, and trying to to you know they they shut that down pretty quick. So mm-hmm. I thought that was very responsible of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, are we have we climaxed yet? Are we? Uh, no, oh, we, let's, we yeah, more, let's get back to G one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let me just mention one more thing. Um, WrestlingMayhemShow dot com. If you want to read two thousand plus words about why I picked who I picked for every single match in the G one, because I entered one of those stupid contests online. Chris, who do you think is going to win? Who do I think is going to win the G one this year? Oh boy, I could see Okada. I could see Okada win. He hasn't won it in a, in a in a minute and. Um, I I could definitely see him going. All, I mean, I'm trying to think of anyone who like. There's nobody. I mean, if you're in, if you're talking New Japan, Okada is always a safe bet. If you're looking, like, I don't think Tanahashi. I think Tanahashi's done winning G ones. I mean, yeah. maybe one year just as sort of a thank you and goodbye kind of thing that he might get one. But I could. Uh, I, I think Tanahashi's the, uh, done winning G ones. Uh, you could get kind of weird and go with Evil. That yeah. could be one that, you know, you know, he had the shorter run with the belts, but, uh, you know, to sort of, if, if you want to reaffirm that, no, this is our guy and this is who we're going to go with, I could see Evil. Um, I think Evil's going to get that big, like, undefeated run in the block. They go three or no. Run four, off those yeah, six or no, seven yeah. and oh, you know, uh-huh. run up a big lead and someone will either have to catch him from behind or will win. Um, uh, I'm with you. I've got Okada. Uh, beating evil one that I would like, finals. and I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think it's, it's ready yet, but somebody who I'm, you know, is, is seems forever like right on the bubble of breaking through and being huge is Sonata. I'm, I've always felt that like, I don't know what it is, but you know, there was that time he was having the, the feud with Okada and I, I use feud in quotation marks cause he always lost. I think he, I think mm-hmm. he's like one in five or one in six against Okada. And, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I I don't see him winning the G1 this year, but I could see Sonata getting a shot in the arm and, you know, sort of seeing if we could bring him up and, and, and put him to that to that next level. I think I, I Sonata's weird for me because a lot of his stuff doesn't land with me. He's very understated. <laughs> He's got a very mellow demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, you know, in that B block, They've got Naito and Evil and Sonata in that same block. So it could get really interesting. I'm hoping they do something yeah. really interesting and find some way to just give Sonata a spark, even if he doesn't win the block or if he's not in the running, as long as he's doing something interesting. Because he yeah. is uh, the last match uh, on the final night in B block. He is taking on Evil. So that I mean, could okay, be very... So, so that, there's a lot that's, could very t- that's usually very telling. Is yeah. You sort of see what those... And I don't know. They usually do a great video pack. G, uh, New Japan does a great... like video package and sort of steps where they'll go 
They'll announce the G1. They'll announce the participants. They'll announce the blocks. And then when they usually go date by date by date, they sort of tell you the big matches Mm -hmm. that will happen at that date. Mm -hmm. And you can tell a lot about how the G1 is going to go by the last two to three nights. You know, yeah. when you can kind of... They've posted, um, they've published all the match listings for every night. So that's part of the predictions in the preview that's on the website right now. And... Yes, Chris. It is always very telling that last night. Yeah, so so <laughs> checking that, out those final matches. That <laughs> might be. That might be. Uh, you know, that might uh, bode well for Sonata then. Mm-hmm. So if if you've got uh, Sonata and Evil uh, as the on the last night, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see. I don't know if there's going to be any foreigners who really make it. I, I don't know if I could see Osprey going. You know, real crazy. Um, well, I got kind of like a thought on that is okay. that like, do you think that because of everything that's happened in the world and the COVID and whatnot, that new Japan's going to be a little more gun shy to really get behind a foreigner? Like, do you think they're going to kind of like have the brakes on Jay white and the brakes on Osprey down Not and so back much as, like what they're doing in the ring, but just hey, like, you got, you, know, you, you got to walk on in the back there, Matt. Yeah, I know the man is here. <laughs> <The> man. So. <laughs> um, How's it going? I, I'm, I'm good. Like I don't know much about New Japan because I, I I typically only show up for for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why I feel it's Juice's time. Mm. Like I I could see Juice over like a Jeff Cobb or or an Ibushi or an Okada. Cobb just fun. signed. I know that that just happened recently. So Cobb's now signed to New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. So. Um, I don't know if that means that maybe they'd be more willing to get behind him, but you bring up a good point in that, look, let, let's call a spade a spade. Things aren't going to be back to normal. I, we're talking 12 months until we're like 100% back. I think, you know, we'll, it will get more normal in stages. Mm-hmm. Things will open up slowly. You know, okay, we're back to 25%. Now we're back to 50. Now we're, okay, you know, now we're to you know, 50, but no mask, you know, I think it's going to open in stages. So to get all the way back to get to the point where it's no longer an issue and it's not no longer an issue only in, you know, a city or a state, but it's no longer an issue in the world. 12 months to 18 uh, months, you know, the, the, and that's, that's in the well-off country yeah, where just like we just, uh, we just uh, conquered measles, I think, in Africa, like this past year. Yeah. Like, COVID is going to be persistent. So yeah. if we have a situation where, you know, a potential COVID flare up, you know, and again, you know, Osprey and, um, and white, white from New Zealand, Osprey from England. Um, hey, New Zealand's great. You know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. New um, but it, uh, Jeff Cobb from, I believe he's right now living in Honolulu. Uh, or, okay. or 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 L.A. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope it's not L.A. because uh, L.A. is still pretty rough. But he's probably okay. Probably in what's up, Alex Carzo? I was just on Awesome Cast earlier. <laughs> I see you in the chat room from the L.A. area. By the way, my wife is in NorCal. So oh yeah. Uh, well, I hope uh, hope she brought water. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it Northern California on fire? Oh yes, it was like three miles from where she's at. Oh okay, yeah, so like, that's why several, water, like, like at the at the end of last month. Yes. Um, and but but yeah. to to back to what you said, I don't know that New Japan is going to be real eager to jump on anyone who, at the whim of a you know a travel restriction, mm-hmm. 
could destroy six months of their booking. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I could see them double down. Sonata, Evil, shore up some of their, you know, uh, some of their guys who might otherwise be, uh, you know, and that's, and that, look, that is nature in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. As, from independent wrestling to international wrestling. There are times when maybe loyalty, availability, and the fact that they're going to show up no matter what carries greater weight in certain times than, um, you know, pure talent mm-hmm. or, or, or something like that. So um, I, I, I think, you know, I do not think a guy Jin's going to win the G1. And I mean, only a few, uh, two, three have won it in history. One? No. Uh, Kenny? That's it, Kenny, right? Kenny won it. Well, I mean, okay. Then now we're getting weird because then if you go way back, technically. Okay. Oh um, yeah, you're well, yeah, uh, yeah. I think arguably Hogan has won a G one. So uh, <laughs> he doesn't. No, count. but yeah. Well, t- to your point, Chris. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and they've got other options. I mean, they could mm-hmm. say, okay, we can we could push Jay White and Will Ospreay to the moon as the next guys, or we can pump the brakes and we could push mm-hmm. Sonata or Shingo Takagi, mm-hmm. who can deliver on almost an equal level, mm-hmm. um, and the, we know they're not going to get stuck behind some travel ban. Yeah, well, you also wonder, because I, I think didn't, um, not Osprey, the other one, right? Uh, one of them had been staying in Japan, and that's why they were involved in the last tournament, right? So what if Was a, that Dave Finley? No, no, not Finley. It was uh, Osprey or the other guy, I'm going to say Saber? for Osprey. Saber, I think. Zach yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so I think he, he lives he, there. Yeah, he's already lived there. Yeah. So like, what if... You know, and depending on their dedication to whatever, you know, and, and, and roots back home, you know, some of them may be like, well, I'm just going to live in Japan for the time being because that's where my money's being made. I will say one right. final thing on this before we switch topics. Uh, I, I I did see that uh, Minoru Suzuki is going to be in it again this year. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that gives me greater joy than Minoru Suzuki just beating the dog shit out of people. Mm-hmm. And we may not have too many more years of... Suzuki doing that mm-hmm. so uh you know I don't know if this is going to be his last G1 or or, or whatever but I, I I'm glad to see that you know uh the, the I'm glad to see that he's back in the G1 Absolutely. I'm curious to see how they're going to treat him like are they going to treat Suzuki like they've done like Yuji Nagata and uh Kojima toward the end of their days in the G1 or are we going to get like you know, is it going to be like Minoru Suzuki on a rampage through part of the G1? That's what I'm hoping to see. Just, yeah. I want to see him make a run and uh, make things interesting. Because you're right, there's nothing better than watching Minoru Suzuki just trade with somebody. It doesn't really even matter who. I, yeah. I'd watch him trade with Yujiro. I don't care. It was it was one of the most delightful things when, you know, getting back into the New Japan Cup uh, when they started having shows again. It was like, Suzuki, all right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, no, it was good. It, yeah, it's great. And the to rumor see is he had COVID. Oh yeah, there was a rumor that he had COVID, and then, you know the joke starts coming. It's like, oh, I feel so bad for COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, listen, I don't want to. Don't put that on a news. That was a rumor <laughs> because he, I think he missed a show or, or, or something, and the rumor was is that he was ill, and um, people I think, uh, you know, assumed the worst. But then I remember seeing all those jokes about, you know, oh, boy, I feel so bad for COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. 
Uh, well, speaking of, I think it's going to be a very COVID-heavy show because we, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, indie wrestling and what it's going to do here uh, coming up. I know we're already talking about some of the Thunderdome AEW kind of situations, uh, but that's where we're at because, hey, we live in a northern climate and we're concerned. Keep having your shows for it, I guess. But uh, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, you can uh, you can you can uh, uh, check out wrestling if you if you want to remember the way it used to be over at IndieWrestling.us, IndieWrestling.network. Of course, our our friends from Vicious Outcast Wrestling back on the service, the entire back catalog uh, up through mid twenty sixteen. I want to give a quick shout out to the current VOW uh, heavyweight champion Jack Pollock. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, he never, re- when ne- we were posting, he reminded me that he's still never a champion. Defeat, never defeated for the title let's see what was it I, and i think that's where you had a very special nickname uh uh encountering with bradley around that time too in vow weren't you uh refresh my memory uh, i think that was the discount miz era oh yes. yeah. Uh, yeah 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 so um i think that that's what I, I think i was being reintroduced to you at that point uh because <laughs> yeah, i think it was one of those circle around things but... yeah it was one of those things uh, but no some good stuff there some really interesting you ever want to see uh the beast man in a scaffolding match where the ceiling probably wasn't all that high, but uh, you know, still interesting stuff. There going was a on there. lot of there was a very, lot of very, crazy very, matches. I wrestled Shane Strickland at, at VOW. Mm-hmm. I wrestled Davy Richards at mm-hmm. VOW. Um, I'm trying to think of any others. You know, I, I can remember that uh, my my buddy Drake Braddock had a match with Joey Janela, a very young Joey Janela at uh, VOW. Wow. So yeah, that was one of those like. Yeah, I can see the look on your face. Where you're like, uh, yeah. Wait a minute, Drake Braddock was wrestled. he a bullet catcher yet, or he just was a bullet uh, catcher. okay? Yep. Wow. And then I'm trying. There was a couple of a Beast Man and Matt Tremont. I remember mm-hmm. very fondly. Mm-hmm. There was a time that uh, I think it was me and oh god, I'm gonna forget his name. Damn it. Um, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I partner in the Outcast mm-hmm. uh, against um, what the hell was his name, Alex. Alexander VOW from CZW. Alexander, I can't remember. And Jimmy, anyway, it was Alexander James. Alexander James, thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Hill Bradley in the chat room. Alexander James and uh, Jimmy Nuts. I think it was, uh, maybe it was me and Gannon. I can't, uh, uh, and uh, we had a tag team, like, hardcore match that went all over the ice mines, and... Yeah, ice mines. Um, I remember the ice mines. Oh, my God. The worst wall, because... All right, we're going to go on a tangent. I know we have a go show to for get it. to. No, this, 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 is, this is the show. This is great, actually. So... <laughs> The walls of the ice mine. Is the ice mine even still standing? I I don't know. Who fucking. Knows? I don't know. All right. So the room that they had us in the ice mines was this cavern. This just huge. I don't. It was it was as big as an ice rink, uh, but it was hardwood floors. And I don't know what the purpose of it was. A, just a giant empty room. It's basically a warehouse. Well, the walls were painted green. Okay. You say it was a skating rink, right? But no, no, but the floors, it was a hardwood floor, so it wasn't an ice skating rink. No, no, it was a roller skate rink. Oh, was that what it was? I'm pretty sure. Okay. That was always my impression, at least. All right. So anyway, the walls are painted green. The way that they lit it with those, like, tree lights down and thing, and the ropes at VOW were green. Mm -hmm. So when you were running the ropes, you just saw a solid wall of green in front of you, and you couldn't figure out where the rope was. There's a there's a still you can see. Yeah, the there green you wall. go. They didn't have the green ropes no, at this show no, necessarily, no. but um, you remember what I'm talking about. The, yeah. the, rope, the ropes were they were thin green ropes, and when you 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 were like less than half a step away, and then 
Samantha Star. I believe it's hey, her birthday today. Is it? Is it that uh, that the, is? the referee, yes, it uh, is. Jessica Carr? There. Uh, that <laughs> is. Well, I, 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 I'm trying to think of. Oh, what the hell was her indie name? Uh, she was on the show on Kennedy Brink. Kennedy Brink. Thank you. Kennedy yeah, Brink. Yeah. We, we also interviewed her um, around this time too. Yeah, but that, so, yeah, Kenny Brink and uh, Samantha Star, which is the uh, isn't she the niece of Jake Roberts? I believe. Uh, yes, I believe the, the daughter, the, the daughter of uh, Baby Doll. Oh, so there you go. There's a lot of good stuff here. VOW, uh, check it out. We got uh, half of 2016s on the network now. More will be coming in uh, hopefully in a few weeks here. Uh, and of course, a lot of other great stuff. Some more premiere wrestling. I know, Chris, you're involved up there as Absolutely. well. Uh, some more of that catalog's been rolling out. And uh, a few more things will be on the way here in the coming weeks. And tinkering with a new feature, I'm hoping, coming to the network. A new feature. A new technical feature. Not just content. So, uh, sorry, I was playing today a little bit. So, always looking to make it better. So, go check it out. network. I can't remember where my graphics are. Oh, and speaking of that, Chris, we were having a conversation. Um, you, of course, have been participating in some outdoor shows. Mm-hmm. I have been uh, attending and participating in some myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked last, yesterday on the show um, about uh, Warrior Wrestling. And, of course, this is this is the one that uh, a, a, a month ago, when they had their uh, first show back in August, mm-hmm. there was that, that overhead shot of the everybody spread out at a football field. Yep, all the way. And I was just like, and I've been... End zone to end zone. End zone to end zone. I'm, and it was just like, this is how you do wrestling right now. Yeah. Right? Like, because, you know, I feel like what we've seen, and, 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 and at least my personal experiences, like some of them just, it's, it's, it's too far removed, I guess, is the only way I can put it. Yeah. Right? So and, and, it, I mean, and, I been... will, and I will say that I think that, you know, uh, Super Indie was this past weekend, the Washington mm-hmm. Wild Things ball field, and I thought that the ball field separated, you know, you were, at, you were out on the field. Yeah. Uh, there was good separation. You had the entirety of the of the stands available. And that was the wild things down there in yes, Washington. Washington. And wild I've been there for, uh, I think it was a big time wrestling. Was that big when they had sting there at one time? They, ha- they would do their, uh, I believe, um, you know, they, they do like a ballpark tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, who mm-hmm. else? Do, uh, Northeast does a ball. Northeast tour. does. Well, I, I've, yeah. I've worked with Northeast when they were up in Niles for a show. Uh, I've been, uh, yeah, and, been on, and, I was and on you, a few yeah, of those. You, I think you were on this, that show too, but, yeah. uh, and Rob's been up there for a couple to film for them mm-hmm. as well. So um, I think that also, you know, and right now, uh, you know, I'm going to plug it right now. IWC down at uh, the uh, Brownsville drive in mm-hmm. uh, for a feature presentation this coming Saturday, one o'clock bell time. Um, I think that, you know, the the drive in is also a, uh, a a good idea so that you can keep people in their cars. You can keep mm-hmm. people spread out and outdoors. Um, so I, I think. Well, necessity is a mother of invention mm-hmm. and a lot of different people are getting very creative in different ways. Uh, we've seen a bunch of different things outdoors. I've seen game changers and what was down on the, what was down on the boardwalk in Atlantic city? Was that game changers? Uh, Lee was on that show. Yeah. I think that was GCW. That was GCW. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, down there on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. uh, open air, you know, and, and you get something like that or, or, mm-hmm. uh, the AIW, I think also GCW, we're doing a, a, a combined show, um, out there oh, in, in that park, Indiana, in the yeah, park. In the, in and it was park. like, there's a bridge behind them and everything. And people are nice and yeah. spread out yeah. and everything. Uh, Poly College just did the backyard thing, mm-hmm. you know, they had a whole different vibe, you know, like, like the, the smaller and, and smaller yeah. attendees. So you yeah, know, you, yeah. you can find different ways to to still say safe. And I did see, and I, and I will say for all of these shows, mm-hmm. generally 
people have been very good about wearing masks. Generally, yes. Generally. There's been a few, especially some of the first ones that mm-hmm. came, were coming out in June, where they were they were not really great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, Pennsylvania has put in some rules. So the shows in Pennsylvania, referees are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. All, the, all, all the staff is wearing masks. People have generally been, and the fans, from what I've seen, have generally been pretty good about it. And, and even as you know, you know, participating in a lot of kind of, I guess, close set kind of uh, situations with wrestling, mm-hmm. and and uh, good to see. Um, the people like I, I don't have the heart. Like I'm always going to be about we need to do things the right way, just mm-hmm. for production, sure. right? Uh, kind of side. Like my guys are always going to be wearing masks. We're going to be mm-hmm. do what we need to. But even like, hey, you know, we're not. Uh, uh, it, it, it's an off thing. But like, yeah, hey, referee should probably wear the mask mm-hmm. because that's what we're doing in Pennsylvania, and that's what a lot of people are doing. Let's do the mm-hmm. thing we're supposed to do. Uh, and this brings up sort of I think what we were going to get to is is that the great luxury that we have had. Is that it's been summer. Mm-hmm. Weather's been great. I mean, we we had to postpone one show for you know the forecast was bad uh, it, and it, it ended up not raining. And so. we and we we were fighting rain. I was uh, as I was yeah. telling you, I was setting up in the rain for Warrior on Saturday. Yeah, but it turned out great. Although there was a rainstorm right mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Talk about last mm-hmm. night uh, when Joey Janela was getting attacked. Mm-hmm. So he was getting attacked, and the rain started was starting, and every it was like chaos everywhere for mm-hmm. for, for three different reasons. So. Fantastic. <laughs> But what happens when, because we are reaching about the end of, I'd say, outdoor shows in the Northeast, and I'm being generous, mm-hmm. you can probably go until early October, and that even that, I mean, there are some times where, you, you know, early October is a, a, a freak snowstorm yeah. Yeah. In, in, in Western Pennsylvania. Um, there are times where, you know, summer lasts until the, the end of October. In Western Pennsylvania, and you still got seventy and eighty degree days all the way up until uh, until then. It becomes so unpredictable here pretty soon, and I don't see indoor restrictions being lifted anytime soon. I could see. Uh, did I just hear about maybe Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, might have just lifted a little bit? I mean, it's nothing that for, that you'd want to do a show with. No, it's it's like, a minor, it's a yeah. minor adjustment for restaurants and for indoor, oh, and for yeah, indoor yeah, dining. Yeah. Now, of course, that's you know the idea is is that from this. We'll start to get mm-hmm. better rules, but you know, presuming things don't t- downturn again. But I mean, you have to think about and and look. I'm not. I'm not even talking about IWC or any specific company in West Pennsylvania. You know what some of these indie places run in mm-hmm. small buildings, mm-hmm. poorly ventilated. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a good crowd, they're on top of each other, mm-hmm. and there's absolutely no way that that's going to fly so what do you do do mm-hmm. you do you run a, a show with a limited you know okay we're going to run a show but only 50 people can show up mm-hmm. all right in some venues that's going to be a drop in the bucket and in other venues that's going to be a full house yeah like uh so is it do you base do you base it on the venue do you base and then it's like well the rules are being applied unfair it, it's going to become really 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 difficult once winter hits and i don't know what indie wrestling is going to do so so and we were talking about i think it was the for the culture show it, it, and i mm-hmm. remember seeing it the weekend because i think it was it was a few weekends ago mm-hmm. and I was, I was i was actually showing my mother because it was a really interesting venue mm-hmm. and i think it ended up 
being a high school uh, auditorium mm-hmm. that was just a really decked out, crazy shape to it. had the, had these seats, and every, you know we were talking about everybody's spread out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're necessarily more spread out than like people on a football field, like they were this weekend. Mm-hmm. But still, it just seems so 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 separated and weird feeling for something like it that. It is, but then the but then let's if we're going to use the business side of things, mm-hmm. is it worth it to rent the venue that's bigger? That's bigger. That you can only sell fifty tickets, mm-hmm. or that you can only sell a hundred tickets. That in otherwise you could pack with a thousand or more. Yeah. So then you have that argument. Well, okay, if we run the show, do we maybe hit i pay per view hard or mm-hmm. try and get? I've and seen, so, and some companies are just not ready for that. You yeah, know, they no, just, they, lots of companies aren't ready yeah, for that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, some are throwing on Facebook, but you know, th- is that making you something to, back for what you're doing? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, the, the the math gets it gets different. So and then you know I've seen alternative revenue. Sh- Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the the Polycult also do something with Twitch where people could contribute? Could to like there throw was, money in the ring? There was there was a donate button. Yes. So, okay, so like yeah. on the Twitch feed, the Twitch feed mm. was free. Yes, and had I believe four thousand views. Mm. Um, and then there was a donate button. So and that's I think the majority of what paid the talent was from that. I, mm. I this is on. I don't know. Well, the, well, I, the, was, the but, point the point being is is that yeah. people are toying with alternative revenue streams. Absolutely, absolutely. People are, you know, people are now toying with you know direct donations. Mm-hmm. People are going away. Patreon. From Patreon. People are going away from pure ticket sales and going to iPay-per-view. You know, Super Indie was available on iPay-per-view just mm-hmm. this last weekend. Uh, Warrior, uh, Warrior was Warrior on was fight. also mm-hmm. uh, was on a pay-per-view or fight. It was on fight okay. pay-per-view. So yeah. Well, I know that, but I mean, like the on the app because I think if if it's on fight, you can't get it off fight. Hmm? I'm pretty sure. I don't. I I don't. Did, it, was, you, it was it was a fifteen dollar pay per view on the fight app. Okay, so, but like you couldn't go to warriorwrestling.com and also get no, it. no 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 no. You no. have to go through fight. Is yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Well, some people, you know, which is great because most people have that for other things. WWE's on it. AEW is on it. Like mm-hmm. so, like I, th- I think it's a great platform for that. So some people have their own platforms. They're yeah. going through some. You know, some people you've got IndieWrestling.us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the IWTV. Yeah, and yeah. so people are doing different things to mm-hmm. tr- to try and make money. However, I just don't know that. What happens when we hit winter? Mm-hmm. Anyone out there got an idea? <laughs> 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 I'm hearing deafening silence from the peanut gallery. A, a heated ring. <laughs> heated ring. Snow heated fight. Ring. I, snow like, fight I, I matches. Mean, I mean, WWE has run shows in outdoor venues in April. Yeah, which, but granted, they, it, it isn't the winter. But listen, like, yeah, and, and 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 they have the money for the heated uh, uh, situation around the ring. WWE also and... ran a show in the middle of the desert in Saudi Arabia with a hundred and twenty <laughs> degree heat. Yeah, okay, they they're they're gonna be all right. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. talking. No, about... I'm just I'm just saying. There, I think there are there are potentially ways to do an outdoor show. Um, I think a lot of space heaters will be involved. Mm-hmm. I, but, I I'd be interested if somebody goes like, "Hey, let's do an outside one in December." Everybody, you know, there's no thunderstorms. Like it is a let's call it a blizzard brawl. Everybody wear their jackets. And all right, uh, I have, I have one. I have one question on that. Yes, there is outdoor sports. I mean, people go to Steelers games. Yes. What yeah. do the wrestlers wear? Um. <laughs> well, hey, this is where I've got, I'm going to step in here, Chris. Okay. Um, I think. The wrestlers, um, 
these are tough people. I think they'll go out there and wrestle <laughs> in whatever. I mean, they, I no, think I mean, number one for you guys, can't, you guys don't see Chris's face on the other there's line. Polar, there's polar plunges and stuff like yeah. that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go eight to ten in my fucking spandex. <laughs> I mean, there's wear, I'm going to wear my raincoat out. Yeah, and you wear a shirt yeah, now. And a ca- listen, you got a cowboy hat. You're fine. Oh, good. Yeah. I, so, I mean, do you, you know, do you think, do you think somebody, could do, go ahead. You could do a spin on the tuxedo match in the mm-hmm. dead of winter and it gets a lot more interesting. See, Matt, all right, Matt, you and I were telekinesing because I had this idea last night. Yeah. You do a Harry Potter themed outdoor event. You call it the Yule Brawl and every match is a tuxedo match. Right, and you could do the um, you could do the the twist on the um, you know, you could do the polar plunge match. You could you could hold it right next to the river. Oh, and you could I, chuck somebody into the river to win it. I guarantee AEW is doing a polar plunge match. Mad Mike, I'm amazed will, that you were I fired by WWE. It. I will guarantee. He it. wasn't fired. He was let go. Oh, it was <laughs> furloughed. He yes. didn't. He didn't like. You know, he didn't like like. He didn't fall asleep at the switchboard. Yeah, he no. didn't like do a bang energy ad on Instagram or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saved that le- for my TikTok, like a rational human being. Yeah, legitimate right. question. Legitimate question. Does someone try to? Does an indie company try and run an outdoor show in the snow? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody will. It may not go well. <laughs> we got <laughs> gonna do it. Just like hey, just like with everything, uh, it, like Chris, I've just been sitting back and watching what everybody does because I. You it, have to you try something. You don't want to be. The, sometimes you don't want to be the first one to try something. It's like yeah, <laughs> and, you, you go out there, you see if your head explodes. Go oh, right yeah. ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, oh, yeah. And, and and everything. I, to be fair, I don't think anyone should be running shows. So <laughs> there's like, yeah, there's I, that I think, bit too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Anyone should be. My, Mike shit. hasn't left the they house in not. about five months. I know. And not. I mean, like, look, there, there's, there are arguments to be made. And then there's like, I mean, I had this argument with, um, oh God, who was it? Actually, I shouldn't mention the name. Um, but it was, <laughs> I can understand, like, I can understand that position. Mm-hmm. But then there's also. And, and some people, that is a realer position. Mm-hmm. I know certain people that have conditions where they're like, Absolutely. no, I'm not going outside. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you know, wh- where's your say- risk factor? But yeah. Yeah. But then there's also the, you know, okay, if it's too dangerous for someone to run a show, why is Rivers Casino currently open? Absolutely. What, and then, and then yeah. it becomes the, the double standard of, mm-hmm. I will, I will meet you on if it is too dangerous, totally get it. Well, you know, I, I'll follow, but you still got Rivers Casino, and there is way more than like 250 people mm-hmm. inside of Rivers Casino. Mm-hmm. I I stopped by. Kama Worthy had a fight, and I stopped in to make a bet. Mm-hmm. I would aghast, mm-hmm. aghast at how many people. I mean, yes, there people were supposed to be wearing masks. People mm-hmm. were supposed to, and if you're going to tell me that that's somehow safer than what some of these other companies are doing right now. You're out of your goddamn uh, mind. And then that double standard happens with, I, I don't, I know you were looking at them probably the same time I was, you know, the rules in this state changed. Yes. To, from requiring a test within 48 hours of the event mm-hmm. to signing a waiver. And I think that's mm-hmm. still the same thing here in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. I think, um, yeah. I know a couple of things have been like uh, hit or miss changing over the last uh, couple of months. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like, why did we go from you need a test because you're interacting in a ring mm-hmm. to just sign a waiver? I, I think we it, all know yeah, why I prom- it went to yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm not going to get into it, but we all know why it went to that. Yeah, no yeah. one should be running anything 
Casinos should not be open. Bars should not be open. Restaurants mm-hmm. should be doing delivery and outdoor seating only. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then until, we, like, you know, we're, go, we're going. It should to, be safety first. We can't. But, we, like, but this is a reasonable. De- <clears throat> this is the reasonable debate that people can be having. It's when it's applied unevenly. Yes. That I think people. Yeah, because the restaurants are going to have the same issue. What do we do in the winter? Because mm-hmm. yeah. wrestling, oh, that, yeah. wrestling is not the only industry. Like we're we're applying this because yeah. we're a wrestling show. We're mm-hmm. we work, play, and view the wrestling industry right mm-hmm. uh, as a part of the show. Um, so so it's on our minds because mm-hmm. as everybody is thinking, okay, how is my business affected by this? How am I going to you know? Mm-hmm. As we've had to do you know, notice I've done a lot of outdoor live streams lately. <laughs> so sure, yeah. things like that, I, I right? Mean, you so, know, maybe maybe rest, maybe indie companies can just adopt a similar thing to DoorDash. Like someone orders a wrestling match, it shows up at their house. They have oh, a ten minute match. Whoa, 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 Chris, are you ready to go on an adventure with me? Uh, I think we can. <laughs> we do might be onto here. something here. Might be a dude, Yeah, you get, we you, might be onto something. There you go. I could definitely see yeah. me and Pollock having a fight in someone's backyard. There you go. So. There you go. <laughs> no, that's a, it's, it's hilarious. In, it's the front yard. For ten minutes, you have a match. Mm-hmm. Boom! You get you get hot chocolate afterwards. You know, yeah. It's like cameo without the middleman. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Well, anyways, my brain just broke. Wow, we're not uh, uh, fully functional in our future uh, wrestling delivery. Uh, probably being brought to you very soon by Indie Wrestling US. <laughs> we are Grapple Hub. Grapple Hub. Grapple Hub. Somebody, 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 copyright that right away. Oh my God, my hold on a second. For a name, I'm like, no, Uber doesn't work. Dashpass doesn't work. Grapple Hub. There we Grapple go. Grapple Hub. Hold on a second. I'm ordering Chris LaRusso versus Beastman right now. Grapple Hub for short. Grapple Hub. Is that domain available? Sword, sword. If that's if that's not available, try Grab Hub. Yo, it's in my cart, and uh, and this is uh, (laughs) you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Should I? Should I do this? What do you have to lose? What do I have to lose? Uh, Apparently, thirteen seventeen. Patreons, we need you now. Come on, (laughs) yes. Do you want a wrestling if match? I get a, if I get a ten dollars sign up on Patreon in the next couple of minutes, uh, we're going to start a Just service. Put the right ca- now. Leave it in the cart for a minute. Just leave it in the cart for yeah, a minute. Yeah, Somebody well, else could get that. I don't think. It, I don't know. Anyways, in the meantime, slice on Broadway. Put that in your I cart, and they'll deliver that. You can ask the pizza man if he's going to wrestle in your front yard. It might be a little weird. He may not come back, and you'll be on a new not deliver list. But it's something you can do. Um, but uh, friends of Slice on Broadway here in Pittsburgh supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, Beachview, Carnegie, East End. Uh, nothing happens at PNC Park anymore. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you so much to <laughs> our friends nothing. over there that have been. Uh, well, you can say nothing's been happening except for Slice for this last, uh, you know, what decade. Um, but go check them out, sliceonbroadway.com. We are going to be back with a big question after you hear a little bit from our friends uh, from Dutters and BC Steel. Oh, hey. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Now a public service announcement from Benjamin C. Steele talking to you about wearing a mask. Not this one, but this one. With everything going on right now with this pandemic, you need to wear a mask. My mask is for your safety. Your mask is for mine. 
I don't care what your uncle's, brother's, best friend's, mailman's, roommate from college put on social media. Chances are they didn't think it through, and there's a very better than average chance that they're an idiot. So when you go outside, you put on your little mask over your face, put the little straps around your ears, and we're all going to be a lot safer. This is a team effort. And if we're being completely honest, some of you need not only this mask, but this mask too. Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are here. Uh, Chris, that looks so handsome. Chris LaRusso has not gone away. He's still here, even though we're we're going we're trying to talk him into Grapple Hub and it's your money. I and and, uh, and <laughs> hey, it's the Patreon's money. Oh, it's whatever sure. they want. If the Patreons want a fun Grapple Hub or the Stow Bunny uh, uh, snowsuit brawl. Sorry, some suggestions in the chat. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Bobby said snowsuit championship wrestling. Yes, yes. I, I need the polar plunge match and why wait? Let's go. Bradley yeah. Brothers, you do not want a chest flexor match at your house. <laughs> no, you do not. Bradley, chest flexor will no. live there. Bradley, you don't want to know what chest flexor are doing a wrestling match uh, without an audience. I don't know if Chris knows about this. Uh, but <laughs> can we, can we advertise the nothing. Grapple Hub app that Call Grapple Hub and we'll deliver the STDs right to your house. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that that, that, you know what? Shut the lights off. Shut the camera down. We're not doing better than that. (laughs) Fuck the big question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Mike. Give your big question. I'm going to go because based on that, I'm purchasing this domain right now. (laughs) All right, Uh, all right. What is what is this? So, uh, guys, I don't know. There's something else big that dropped today. Okay. The trailer for season two of The Mandalorian. Oh my god, now, yes. Now, why this is important to us as a wrestling podcast is because Sasha Banks could maybe a Jedi. We're not sure, but she's looking dark and ominous in a hoodie at Mando, and then she disappears. Mm-hmm. Now, A, this is awesome. Two, it gave me an idea for a big question. Um, with the litany of shows that are coming out soon on Disney Plus. You got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You got WandaVision. You got Loki. You got Marvel What If. Um, you got the Obi-Wan show. My big question is if you could take any WWE star and cast them in one of these shows, who would you pick? <laughs> Dave Batista asked. No, wait. Shit. No, no. <laughs> Batista is off the. Da- I'm also, saying, I'm also, current. Batista's in the I'm new. Batista's in the new Dune movie as well. Yes, he is. So, holy crap! Yeah, I, I'm. I'm talking He's current. Very well WWE superstar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like um, take him off the roster, put him in a Marvel. So, put him so, in a Disney Plus show. A Disney Plus, so like a Star Wars or a, or a Marvel show for the m- most part. Like, you, you, so yeah. so you don't want him on. Uh, you don't want him on like the the Hannah Montana reboot necessarily. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. If you want to put someone in a Hannah Montana show, I am here for it. Okay. Okay. Good to yeah, know. Good I'm to here know. for it. Good to know. Anybody got a first one? I got the. Uh, I mean, you know, maybe this is a, a little obscure, but I could see uh, the Fiend do a decent uh, Hobgoblin or Demogoblin mm. for uh, for, Mar- for Marvel. I could see that. I could see him with a pumpkin bomb in his hand and and pull that off pretty well. Um. So yeah, I, I think I could see the fiend in 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 something with the Marvel uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I know that's technically Sony, but you know they're yeah. share, they, they share them. So yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, I I uh, I think I could see a good fiend hobgoblin. Okay, okay, 
Okay. All right. I like that. Right. I like that. All right. Starting off strong. Rocking my brain for this one, man. I, I, I just like Sasha Banks, Mandalorian. I'm still like. I got to hold on. Tina Keys, Ricochet is Miles. Miles Morales. That's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I like that a lot. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh man, I, I I want I, I I don't think this is possible because I think he's already been cast. I kind of want Ali as Boba Fett. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, because uh, uh, that's that's my first pass at it. I'll probably have another one when, when I can. I get uh, can I get Chris Jericho as Modoc? <laughs> I thought that's already been ca- that's that's already been cast as well. Unfortunately, well, there was there was technically a Modoc in Captain America. No, so. no the, the, but I mean, uh, there no, there was no Modoc in Captain America. There was a no, there was a guy that was supposed was, to become Modoc. Patton Oswald is going to be Modoc. Well, that that's for the Hulu series, and I yes. didn't think that was still going through. I mean, I think he's okay. Is there anyone else? On but the, I'm with you. I'm with unit, you. Yeah, Patton Oswalt needs to be Modoc. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes. There was. Uh, has anybody watched episode two of The Boys yet this season? Because Patton Oswalt makes an uh, interesting uh, voice. Yeah, I. He, I'm just gonna so say he makes an interesting voice cameo. <laughs> and hmm. <laughs> what? Do you remember when he did his filibuster on? Uh, I think it was on Parks and Rec. Do you remember that that scene? I think I do, yeah. And he actually predicts, like, 10 years ago, he predicts the Disney, Marvel, Star Wars universes combining, <laughs> and, like, Thanos ends up on a Star Destroyer, and, like, it, it's one of those things We where, can do it. Yeah, I mean, now we can do it. Yeah, we I can mean, absolutely do it. I mean, I mean, they were all in that, like, Disney toy box game situation here, and... Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, have, I, have, I have another entry. Okay, go for it. Zelina Vega as Madam Hydra. That's pretty good. Mm, That's pretty good. That is good. That is good. Uh, can I get a Can I get a Dean Ambrose as a new Wolverine? I can see that. Mm-hmm. I got a shout out one of my students, Jace Carr, who's putting in some fantastic. I just jobs. shot a match with him. Yeah. where he jumped off of a playground. <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> I great. love that guy. He's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. I told, I mean, not to spoil anything, but I saw some of the stuff he has planned coming mm-hmm. up because he's got a big match against TME this weekend. He's also wrestling Cole Carter, who's another one of my students. And I see some of the stuff this guy's got in mind. I'm like, you know, you don't have to do all the moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like you don't have to do all of them. They're not going to get, the moves aren't going to get bad. They're not going to rot in the fridge. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use them all right now. It's like, well, I just, he's getting them in before winter. Maybe, I guess. <laughs> so. Maybe he's your uh, poor polar plunge opponent. Noosh. <laughs> uh, what about you, Matt? How are you doing over there? Did you get one? Um, yeah, this is a struggle for me because I'm not very deep in the Marvel. But when it comes to just WWE Wars. people, um, I am. Uh, I, I've always uh, still feel like Alexa Bliss is is still underutilized mm-hmm. in the company. I know she could bring it, so I will defer who she plays to Bad Mike. But I will uh, peg Alexa Bliss. I will cast her in some role. Uh, Mike, Mike, do you have one? <laughs> you got something for her to play? Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Alexa. Oh, well, actually, um, Amora, the Enchantress in the Loki series. So I'll, I'll, Ooh, I'll, I'll throw one I like thing it. In I like to, it to keep this nerd uh, train going. What WWE superstar would make a good Sith? 
Oh, Seth. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Randy, Seth. Randy, Randy Orton, Sith Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Give me all of that. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Like, yeah. Randy Orton is a Sith Lord, I think. Uh, yeah. I, I'd, be, I'd, I'd, let, uh, I'd let Aleister Black give a shot at that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'd be a good Sith apprentice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Who'd make a good Jedi? Cena's so pure, like I almost see Cena could be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cena, Cena's too kind of like I'd almost rather see Cena be a, a bounty hunter. I'm trying to think of who has the best beards. All the Jedi have to have beards, right? So, <laughs> I mean, Drew McIntyre, I think, would be a pretty good Jedi. That's good. I could, I could dig that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know um, who else pretty pure? Apollo. Yeah. 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 Okay. I can see that. Like Ricochet. I think, I think, I think Ricochet oh, could be a good uh, Tina Jedi. in the chat room says Naomi as Riri Williams um, uh, slash Ironheart. Ooh, that mm-hmm. yeah, that the 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 female Iron Man basically because wasn't she that first? Like she was the new Iron Man and then yeah. she became Ironheart. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano as Wolverine says Andrew out there. Uh, Braun as Killer Croc. Wait, we're talking Marvel. Yeah, we're talking Bobby. Bobby, Bobby's throwing out weird ones. Bobby, he said is Bobby we're not talking about HBO Max. Come on, man. Yeah, like oh, Bobby got his Davocado mention for the night. All right, so hold on, hold on. You know what? Let, let's throw a bone to DC. <laughs> let's throw a bone to DC. Who do you pick as your Commissioner Gordon? Wait, 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 Bobby. Wait, wait, Bobby. Have Town has one point. Said Cesaro is Jason Statham. That's not, what are we talking about? <laughs> that, that's just is that's he awake? Just, <laughs> I mean, what is going Jason on today? What, is, all the what the hell yeah, is going I mean, on with the with, with, with the mayhem show? You're falling asleep at the switchboard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Somebody make sure that Bobby's not having a fucking mini stroke. And <laughs> Bob, Bobby's actually crushed under all of his pops right now, and those are his words for distress. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send help. Send help. Oh, no, no, here's what it is. It's one of those things like, what would you text to somebody to let them know that you were kidnapped, but you couldn't let the person who sent it know? <laughs> Braun Strowman is Killer Croc. Bobby, are you okay? <laughs> Bobby, we'll be right there. <laughs> Did oh. I send a match in at some point? <laughs> oh, God. I hope I spelled grapple right. Sorg, <laughs> oh. how did you? It'll be really it's, trendy if you misspell it, Sorg. It's Sorg, okay. I gotta take out with I, the girl. It, it's apple with the girl. <laughs> apple with the girl. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. I didn't want to angle gate this thing. Um, <laughs> you mean angle gate? Yeah, it is. That happened a lot. That wasn't yeah. me. That wasn't me. But, um, anyways, it's fine. It's Jericho's fault. Yeah. <laughs> So Pat O'Connor versus Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Yeah. Uh, oh my. Okay, Chris, you stepped up. You are our. I get a late night text from Chris last week. He said, "Well, I was watching <laughs> some. I was watching some of the stuff about you know the the matches, and I'm like, I I assign matches for mm-hmm. my students to watch. And you are a, a something of a teacher, and I <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Half the people of the shows you film, I trained. All right, let's That's call true. a spade That's a spade. <laughs> Somewhat of a teacher. Um, 
and they are somewhat of your students. So, <laughs> well, we asked sexy firemen. Well, never mind. That's that's something completely different. Oh, by the way, tune in Wednesday night for that. Um, <laughs> I haven't posted yet, but uh, sexy fireman and Zeke is going to be prospect pro wrestling this week. Oh God, I mm-hmm. love sexy fireman. Suburban uh, slam, baby. So, um, but I've assigned matches in the past for people to watch and people mm-hmm. to study, and this was one. That was when I went down to the NWA Fan Fest uh, training camp, which was probably one of the most educational weekends of my entire wrestling career. So it's uh, the the coaches down there were Dr. Tom Pritchard, uh, Rip Rogers, Les Thatcher, Nigel McGuinness, and Lance Storm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, the, the mm. panel of people who are training. And uh, Gerald Briscoe also stepped in for one day to, to help out a little bit. So what they did is, you know, we sort of did our, our exercise and our warm ups and all that stuff. And then, um, right after lunch, we went into the, to the training camp and they had us sit down and they had us watch this match. Now I could tell that a lot of us when, you know, when we saw 1961 and we're, you know, we had most of the people who, uh, were in this camp. I don't think I'd ever seen this match. I had never seen this match. I'd never even heard of this match. And I was, and I went into it with some, some preconceived notions of what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, Oh God. All right. Four hours of chin locks. Here we go. And I was blown away at the storytelling, the pacing, the cell, a lot of little stuff. And, and also some of the athleticism, uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll throw it off to the, you know, let me hear some of your impressions and then I'll, I'll give you some of my, my thoughts to sort of tie it up. Well, my first bits, and I was actually texting you while I was watching it this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it, I was amazed for being a match of this era, how, um, upbeat, not upbeat, but, uh, up-tempo. uh up-tempo is. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of your holds. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that that was pretty much like move, 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 hold for like a while, right? Mm-hmm. General for the time. Um, I was, I was one. This was uh, they mentioned that this was a match in front of fifty thousand people, mm-hmm. which I think was in a baseball field. Yes, it was a baseball. So field. talking about how Comiskey, sh- Comiskey Field in mm-hmm. Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was, I believe, the largest crowd in North America at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, something like fifty thousand people, right? I'm sorry, what? Something yeah, fi- like fifty thousand. Yeah, fifty thousand. Yeah, 50, yeah. yeah. So, so, so that was a big deal. Um, lighting ring was interesting to see, and also you had no impression this was in a field. You know, talking about yeah. shooting open spaces and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, which is again something I, especially lately, very much paid attention to how people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it, so so that was interesting, but it's also probably like the technology at the time and how things look. Yeah, it's in black and white too. So, mm-hmm. um. I, there there was uh and this is where i kind of a lot of my questions are going to be like what was wrestling before this because mm-hmm. like again it seems like a match that could be done now mm-hmm. right it was like you said two out of three falls i liked how there was like a commentary break like they did they did like we're gonna pull back and give you a recap you know mm-hmm. chat about this until we go to the next next bell kind of situation right um about a half an hour match there were um there were interesting moves. Like there was this arm bar kind of move, the arm ringer move mm-hmm. where he runs around the guy with yes. the arm. And it looks like there's no way he doesn't break his arm. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's a very, very look. 
I I don't I used to know how to do it. I'm if I tried it, I probably could fumble and get to what it was. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's some like sleight of hand level, like magician level sleight of hand. Right. Because it looks like you should break the guy's arm at a, once he goes and makes a full rotation. He doesn't let go. So there's this moment of like, wait a minute, you know, if he keeps turning. Mm-hmm. something's going to break. And it's mm-hmm. a really, 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 uh, you know, that's one of those things where like someone today could do that and probably drop some jaws in the crowd mm-hmm. that like, Oh my God, he broke his arm. I feel like that's, that's a, that's a Timothy Thatcher kind of move yes. or, or something like that. Or mm-hmm. Tom Waller or something. Walter like, could probably Walter, do something sick, yeah, like, sick yeah. like that, you know? Um, so like a, that's a, that, that's a, please bring it back mm-hmm. moment there. Um, but no, yeah, just the vibe of it. Um, the the uh, there was a lot of rope breaks. Um, uh, Bradley's actually in the chat room saying some of his comments is like I liked uh, watching the Ro- uh, Ro- Buddy Rogers cheats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would just go for something on the opposite side of the ref, like grab the tights or the neck. A lost. So art. I mean, yeah, something you could still yeah. do today. But then you you want to talk about like stuff that you could bring back. What about stuff that you do today? In 1961, Pat O'Connor's doing nip ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like sixty one, mm-hmm. and he's nipping up out of a top wrist lock, mm-hmm. and it's like that shows you for the era what an athlete he was, mm-hmm. and you know he had a lot of really slick takedowns, and so, and of course you know the the O'Connor roll is named after him, mm-hmm. which was his finish, and you know and he, he got the second fall with the O'Connor roll, so um, you know there was some some good storytelling with that, so you, so you kind of see that. I think what happens is is that there's a number of people who, like, their introduction to wrestling was the WWF in the 80s. Because, mm-hmm. that you know, that's the global expansion. That's me. That's, that's me. Thing. And, like, even in the, like, this is more up-tempo than some Fed matches in the 80s. Yes. Which were three-minute oh, long, yes. which were, like, three-minute-long chin locks and guys trying to catch their breath. And, and you know, it shows you that, you know, wrestling out of the Northeast and 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 um, throughout the you know you had different styles and, and wrestling was was very different, very di- in different parts of the country, and wasn't this boring kind of plotting uh, pace that you saw a lot in the Northeast? Be- Northeast being a little bit favoring bigger guys, mm-hmm. uh, but there were technical masterminds that could that could probably go today. Uh, all the way back in the '60s. Absolutely, uh, uh, Mad Mike, mainstream Matt, thoughts? I I enjoyed the match. I, I think it took a, it took me a little bit to get into it, mm-hmm. but about half about halfway through the second fall, I was like, you know, because I have to like readjust my thinking based on the mm-hmm. kind of match it is. Like, because especially you know, I like I've seen some black and white wrestling, and I was expecting like worse than a randy orton's like plod fest but by god by by that third fall mm-hmm. it was it was pretty great and honestly i was shocked at the length of the match mm-hmm. for a two out of three falls match and you yeah. know keeping keeping it nice and tight like because mm-hmm. that, that's where a lot of like the old school like two out of three falls championship matches lose me because They'll do like an hour, hour and a half for two for two out of three falls. Flair would go and, an hour all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and and there's and there's like ten moves in it, but like mm-hmm. this was nice and quick. Like they had wrestles, but it wasn't like 
a super long wrestle. There was just something to, you know, to do the ebb and flow of the match, which really mm-hmm. worked a lot. And you can see you can see why Ric Flair like wanted to be like Buddy Rogers. Mm-hmm. You can see that like very the, easily. Yeah, the 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 slight what 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 Rogers did subtly, Flair did uh, with a megaphone, dramatically. yeah, mm-hmm. dramatically, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and even little things like the strut, which was you know subdued by today's standards. But you definitely got the attitude and, and, and saw how that, you know, later inspired uh, the, the later Nature Boy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Matt, did you get a chance to watch this one? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, yeah, I thought this match was awesome. Um, I'll just mention real quick. I made uh, Mason sit down <laughs> while I, <laughs> when I turned it on. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Chris, he's almost eleven, mm-hmm. so he does you know he doesn't have much of an attention attention span, span gone. Yeah. And he was sitting there with his iPad, anyways. Mm-hmm. And once we got to the second fall, he was like, "This is boring." And he got up and he's left. Mm-hmm. Now, me, I thought it was awesome, so mm-hmm. I will not. I, I'll, I'll work on him. All right, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get him there. Um, yeah, definitely echo what Mad Mike said about how just the economy of time mm-hmm. for a two out of three falls match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, guys. Today, you know, doing these matches, wanting uh, you see so many guys wanting to put together these epic matches, mm-hmm. uh, and you give them a chance to do a two out of three falls match. You are assuming you're going to get forty five minutes at least, mm-hmm. um, because there seems to be this sense that longer equals better. But you watch this match, and this just proves for one thing. You know, they got that crowd into the building, mm-hmm. you know, before they even had the match, so it didn't really matter. You know, so just give him the action because um, you've got him. Buddy Rogers is amazing. I think he'd be great in any era. Um, the just a couple of the, the the moments in the match, like you said, like it's it had so many like little modern things to it. Um, the crowd popping for the O'Connor role before mm-hmm. it actually happened, like mm-hmm. almost like when when the Dudley Boys would do the three D, mm-hmm. and someone would start heading. T- before someone was even heading toward the rope, they could see the play. The of crowd knew, and you just hear the crowd go three D. You know, mm-hmm. it was that same kind of energy. Like mm-hmm. before they were even like, before he was even coming back off the ropes, the crowd mm-hmm. was like, "This is it! Mm-hmm. He's got him!" Um, those selling the body slams at the beginning of the match—that mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, another thing, we need to bring this back. Um, Pat O'Connor um, banging Buddy Rogers back of his head into the turnbuckles yeah (laughs) and the end of the third fall looked vicious Mm -hmm. absolutely vicious like i'm not taking any more crap from you Mm -hmm. we need to bring that one back i can see why we don't necessarily do that now well Mm -hmm. i mean yeah yeah, i can see i can see like it has to be reserved for something specific well we 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 do we do have the buckle bomb no we don't not anymore well not anymore but okay but uh, well we have had the buckle we we don't need the buckle bomb this worked this yeah. I'm watching that, well, and I'm thinking does a, a, a version of it anyway. Mm-hmm. He does. He does yeah. like the the three rams into the top turnbuckle, three into the middle, three into the bottom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there, there is two things that I just want to bring up uh, that I always get a kick out of. One was, and, and I mean, I don't, I don't know if you picked up on this, but there's a point early in the match where the uh, ring announcer is uh, announcing the dignitaries. And he mentions all the promoters from all the regional promotions. Yes. And you hear him say, Toots Mond of the Garden in New York City. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon, which is Vince Sr., which mm-hmm. is Vince's yeah. dad. 
and Tutsmond was his uh, was his business partner. And they, you know, you get this. Yeah, wasn't Toots involved in the Pittsburgh area as well? Yes, he was. Yeah, well, because that's mm-hmm. that's also because yeah. you know Bruno uh, through through uh, through Bruno mm-hmm. or Bruno through him rather. Um, but you know, as he goes through and he and he picks out all the old regional, uh, you mm-hmm. know, promoters and the buildings that they ran, which I thought was just a a really interesting little snapshot of history and. You know, uh, even hearing, you know, Vince McMahon Sr.'s name said with such reverence uh, mm-hmm. uh, amongst that, I thought was a really cool little, uh, 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 really cool little extra uh, with this. The other thing I really loved is the um, <laughs> the ring announcing of the era, you know, which, you know, well, I'm here with Redberry, the locations manager of the Kangaroos, you know, Red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid I, to give I you the microphone because we only got two minutes. But if we get it to you, if I could get your thoughts on this fantastic contest, you know, and it, this that like old school radio, like mm-hmm. salesman kind of mm-hmm. pace and pitch. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the so it was it was of the era, but it was also timeless, mm-hmm. you know, the, to cut to give me give me a hard yeah. two minutes. You know, we're, we're going back. So, you know, it's again, um Classic and timeless. Which also makes me wonder, what did this air on? In I that believe era? that this aired on the local television. Okay. So what this was was, and one of the things about wrestling of this era, and you know, into the territory airs, mm-hmm. was is that there wasn't, there was no such thing as syndication. Right. right? There's no syndication. There's no satellite. Um, you know, as 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 TV expanded, you would start sending your tapes to different stations, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear him also plug, um, if you're in Chicago, you know, every Wednesday and Saturday they had wrestling at the local arena. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but he plugs the Wednesday and Saturday weekly shows mm-hmm. in Chicago and those shows, you know, on wrestling stars, which I think was the name of the program right. that was just aired locally in the Chicago market, mm-hmm. um, for on the you know whenever their their regular time slot was that you probably got their Wednesday and you know their Wednesday and Saturday house show, uh, but it was the big arena show, so obviously they 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 filmed it and I mean I'm sure that this was probably sold to a couple other uh, territories. Mm-hmm. Maybe if the local TV was going to bring in, if the local promoter was going to bring in O'Connor or uh, Buddy Rogers to to get them hyped. So they'd run it on the local program. So they'd run it on the local programming. But, you know, because wrestling, I mean, this is true to this day, because wrestling is so cheap to produce, relatively speaking. Mm -hmm. um, If you are going, you know, for early television, which, you know, we need programming, you know, and, and a lot of television stations provided some kind of local, locally produced programming before networks started sending you like you will mm-hmm. air this. Mm-hmm. Um, and even after that, you know, Hey, we need to get something. It wasn't unheard of that long ago for there to be local cooking shows or local, mm-hmm. local content of some kind beyond just the local news, local dancing with the stars you know, or something like that. Yeah. So pro wrestling, I mean, stick a camera. We're already holding the show. Stick a camera there, pointed at the ring, sit back and, you know, and, and let it roll. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was so influential. Wrestling and television kind of developed side by side. It's very interesting. Um, I, I had a note. One and of you the, know what, Sorg? Yeah. Just mentioning too, like Chris mentioned this too. The um, what people think 
they're getting when they're thinking about that old black and white, that era of wrestling, the 1960s and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I have seen some old footage of some of the stuff here in Pittsburgh too. It's not what you think it is. It's not guys. It's not slow motion. All the athleticism mm-hmm. and it, you know, it, it's dynamic. It, it's everything you would it's expect from wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It's different, but I mean, it's all there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's worth checking out the older stuff. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there too. Because uh, I wasn't surprised that this match was as good as it was. Um, I did not expect him to lay around on the mat. Now, I did not expect Pat O'Connor to do a kip-up, but <laughs> <laughs> that was a pleasant I, surprise. I also I needed to watch a part of the first Captain America movie because the way they kept saying Rogers, it reminded me of when <laughs> Steve Rogers kept getting called. Like, Rogers! Like, every single time. It's the first, it was like it was like a Pavlovian response. I'm like, wait. No, no, I'm not watching that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris, thank you for bringing this match to us. Uh, I'm glad was... you appreciate. I'm glad you guys appreciated it. And like I said, I'm not going to jump right right back into teaching, but there are a few more matches I'll throw your way if we're going to okay. keep the, if we're going to keep this bit going. Uh, okay, I'll throw a few more your way. So well, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Well, in the meantime, we do have another substitute. Uh, I was sending a video today, and uh, let's see what that's about here. No oh, good. Fascinating bit of trivia. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Didn't see you there. It is I, your teacher, Mad Mike Moody, back yet again. Um, I was informed that last week my services would no longer be required. However, uh, seeing the assignment you all received... It's clear I will no longer be listening to who gave me um, those marching orders. Because you see Pat O'Connor, Buddy Rogers, yes, yes, uh, fantastic pro wrestlers in their own right. But, you know, the year is 2020. No one needs to study black and white matches anymore because guess what? We have color. (laughs) As you can see, my video is entirely in color. Unfortunately. And <laughs> your assignment this week is also in color, but. But you get to the point! <laughs> to the past a little bit. In fact, almost 20 years ago to the date, Wrestling Mayhem Show, I'm also bringing you a championship caliber match. There's no championship. For the WCW Championship. Yes. I know other companies as well, fellow teachers. <laughs> and the match you will be watching this week is near and dear to my heart because it talks about a truly creative endeavor, one that has never been done before this one. One that has never been done since. And I'm pretty sure that's because they achieved perfection the first time around. This match is from the October 2nd 2000 edition of Monday Nitro. That is the WCW champion Jeff Jarrett versus one Booker T. (laughs) 
Oh. Well, again, as you perform this assignment, I I know you can you can go on your 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 telephones, your digital devices, if you will. Hell, you can play the night fort or whatever it is you crazy kids call it. <laughs> but please, do me a favor and give me reports on this match and tell me exactly how revolutionary it is and how for some reason this hasn't been done since thank you and enjoy your lesson chris are you, it's, <laughs> a, it's over what? it's over oh. it's over <clears throat> oh what what happened hi where okay we're giving this we, we got our assignment <laughs> excuse me uh, <laughs> you okay we're Med like that uh. is a spot on Jacob Edwin, right thank on you. the nose, thank you. man. You nailed it, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what thank happened? you. What happened? Oh, God. <laughs> you ever heard the phrase that it's a, somebody, a politician, somebody could talk for an hour and not say a fucking word? You could run for fucking government <laughs> <laughs> and oh, become king no, of the universe. I couldn't. You haven't listened to the back catalog of the show. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> loquacious douchebag what in the <laughs> I was only following the example of our professor beforehand so I mean you know, <clears throat> I don't know uh, if, I don't know if you notice his degree in the background in pro wrestling oh oh okay yes should have gotten a degree in that hmm? should have gotten a degree in that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. that's why I'm a so-called teacher <laughs> so-called te- <laughs> yeah where's your wrestling degree <laughs> F the fuck uh, you ever by the way um i i looked into this match our our assignment this is this is the match where the wcw title is in a box no <laughs> you didn't yeah i did no i wanted something completely the opposite <laughs> i'm sorry i just laughed at my own indignant face like <laughs> i laughed at my own indignant face <laughs> I surprised him on the switch over there. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me how you really feel about it. Uh, it's for the audio. <laughs> All right. So we do have, it's October, what did you say? Second, 2000 Booker T yeah. against Jeff Jar Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarring. Yes. Jeff, Jeff <laughs> oh boy. So oh, wrap boy. it up. <laughs> Guys, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Hmm. Uh, let me think. Okay, I got a couple things. Um, Lee Moriarty is is not of this fucking world. Oh my god! Yes. Okay. okay. Um. You know, an unbelievable showing matches with Zach Nice from Josh Alexander and Brian Pillman Jr. at Super Indie. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Really, really, really impressive showing at that tournament. Congratulations to Brian Pillman Jr. for winning. But you know, I think Lee just reaffirmed. Uh, you know, and, and I mean, he, I, I don't know how he's, it, it, anyone doesn't know that he's great anymore. Blown away, blown away at how good he is. Um, you know, I'm going to give some more props to Josh Alexander, who I think is criminally underrated. And I think, you know, is one of those guys who, you know, he, you, you might know him from his, you know, the North, you might know him from, uh, you know, some of his independent work. Holy shit. And came on short notice too. Mm-hmm. Um, Came with uh, after Atticus co- and get well soon Atticus Atticus with a a, a skewer stuck through his uh, his leg. Uh, was that from the light tube thing that I saw? It was from I don't even know what to describe it as. It's like a 
it's something you use to pick your teeth. Mm. And it like, but it's sharp and it just, you know, mm. and, and, you know, Oof. so, you know, get well soon, Addy. Um, but, you know, props to Lee Moriarty, uh, props to, to Josh Alexander. And I want to give a quick shout out to my students and ring crew who really worked, uh, overtime, both the guys who are currently in the school and some guys who've recently graduated, who came to help out, uh, Thank you guys so much uh, for helping to make Super Andy moves so smoothly. Uh, really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, just got to make sure that they get some love as well. Uh, but yeah, Lee Moriarty, why aren't you a millionaire yet? Like, and I and I mean that as a legitimate question. Why? <laughs> why you 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 fucking stupid national international wrestling company? Why are you not giving this man lots of money mm-hmm. to wrestle mm-hmm. on your shows? Mm-hmm. Holy crap! And 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 disgustingly humble, by the way. Oh no! No, he, like, I don't think he realizes he's the he's like as like he legitimately doesn't think he's good. He didn't know he was on PWI when I told him. I don't think he realized. No, I like I think he's one of those dudes who's like, oh yeah, I just you know walk on water. Yeah, I, that that not everyone can't do that. I, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I, like, oh man, I don't you know uh, uh, all the attention. No, no, you know. And I mean, I think it you know his his love of Bruce Lee and you yes. know his more spiritual side. I think. You know, he wants that, but that humility is going to serve him well. I I don't see him getting canceled. <laughs> I don't see him, you know, getting a, getting a contract. What the hell was that? Sorry about that. I didn't mute that. Somebody's messaging me. <laughs> it's John Break, it's, it, it, it was John Rodden. Break, breaking news about Lee Moriarty. <laughs> John Rodden says, fuck that dude, apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, mad pro and and you know Actually, final thing congratulations to everybody in super indie and mm-hmm. everybody who worked on the show did a fantastic job awesome awesome i learned i go to chicago and the first name i hear dropped sean phoenix doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> somebody who, who did uh fan or worker dropped it uh worker okay it was a worker i i believe they were out here um we we're trying to figure because i told him and it was like i think it was this dude and he's like i don't think that dude is on my show i was like well he said he was on your show <laughs> so so I'm still trying to figure it out because I'm horrible with names. Plus, everybody's wearing a mask. Does not help. So no, it does not. I like, I, like, like. Literally, the promoter followed me on Twitter. I'm like, is real, that the guy I was talking to? Real quick, mask story. I was talking to Spencer Slade over the over the uh, at, at Super Indie, oh. and I'm I'm having like a f- about three minute conversation with him, and he's too polite to go. I can't understand a word you're. Fi- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, he, for those that don't know, he's got the hearing aid, and, yeah. and I imagine does the lip he re- read, he, right? He, he, yeah, he reads lips. We we have a fr- another friend here in the neighborhood that that has to do that. And I'm sure he is furious. The last it, few too months. polite, too polite yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, there you go, there you go. Um, mainstream Matt, what'd you learn in all of your research this week? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I did learn a lot about uh, the G1 and all the people involved and in, in that researching all that stuff and, and trying to predict an entire G1 and every single match in the G1 is like trying to do algebra upside down. And uh, but it's a fun oh, exercise. So you, you mean common core spare time on your hand. Uh, I also learned that, um, you know, the latest uh, chapter of the Tuesday Night Wars is over. And uh, NXT only lasted two weeks, Sorg, and they have retreated back to Wednesday night. So chalk another one win in the win column for the Wrestling Mayhem show. We did it, guys! We did Woo! it! We did it. Oh, man, I was worried about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, was, mm-hmm. I was real concerned. 
real concerned. But we, we did it, guys. We did it. We did it. You're like, um, first SmackDown, now NXT. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just running shows into the ground, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> including this one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, I think we were all about to say it, weren't we? <laughs> we all thought you it. You won it. Yeah. To be fair, this we've run this show so far into the ground. It's already come out on the other side of planet Earth. Yo, we and it's back China. up again. We popular in China and Cairo. Mm, yeah, go. exactly. Um, I learned that talking smack with Xavier Woods mm-hmm. might even be better than talking smack with the man. <sighs> Shut your mouth. Might be, Shut might be, because Woods is at the point where he doesn't care mm-hmm. what he's like, and I wholeheartedly love that because, like, I and Grant, I don't know the man. I'm just saying he's by the way he runs talking smack. It seems like he's at a point where he can say what he really thinks, and even if someone doesn't like it, he knows they're not going to let him go because they. He makes WWE a lot of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, and I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Like, he has such genuine, genuine interactions with everyone on the show, and and also Sorg. We got Joseph Park on Talking Smack this week. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> Holy I, I was crap! Very, very happy. I missed like the best SmackDown shit this week, man. I saw, I, the interaction between Xavier Woods and Joseph Park. Hmm. Oh, it, it gave my heart such such light. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a funny tweet that um, um, Dombrowski put out about there's been so many Adam Pierce uh, cameos on uh, on WWE recently. He's waiting for one where he just grabs the headset and says, "Send Dark City to the ring." <laughs> Obscure, uh, obscure reference for those of you who don't know, but you know if uh, if for for whatever reason a couple rookies in their tryout or dark match decided to you know wrap it up. All right, go you 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 guys wrap it up. So <laughs> this is a this is a, a Ring of Honor reference, correct? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. Dark All City, right. Dark City Fight Club. Dark City Fight Club. Yes. Okay. Oh, I think I remember that era. Yeah. Was that around when you were popping around? That? Uh, uh, right around that time. Like yes. HD Net era, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Right about. Right when, that's, I, right when I started uh, getting a few shots there. That's so. what, yeah. That's that's when I that's when I had my Adam Pierce encounter. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I love Adam. Yeah, that was great. Um, let's see. Uh, Tina is in the cl- in the classroom. Yes. In the classroom. Yes. In the in the chat room. <laughs> uh, learned that Oscar versus Lena was a match I needed to see. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that too. I want to see how that goes. Um, let's see. Uh, Lee will get canceled for being so scary. Who the hell said that? Bradley, of course. Um, let's see. And uh, Mike, did you do yours yet? Yeah, I, I said you I learned did. Talking I think everybody did theirs. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're there, good. there's also some more in the chat room. Okay. Um, Alex Miller learned that AR Fox is still a stud, and he said no one signed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Loveless learned a lot from Thunder Rosa. And uh, Bobby learned that Raw Underground's WrestleMania is next Monday night when Davocado takes on Braun. Mm-hmm. Also, Sasha looks amazing in the Mandalorian trailer, mm-hmm. and Randy Orton will make a great Captain America. Hashtag please send help. Wow, I need to go. I need to give our Sasha stand up over here a lightsaber in the coming weeks. That's what needs no, to happen. No, sort of put a hoodie on her. Put a hoodie on her. Okay, so put a hoodie on her because because yeah, we I don't. Mean, yeah, you can, you're, you're pretty close. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't know if she's a Jedi yet. 
She yeah. could be Sabine Wren, which yes yeah. and please. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, like because oh, yeah. if the, if the rumors are that Ahsoka is going to be in that show, <gasps> Sabine Wren could also be in that show. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the other that, that was, was the like, other Mandalorian the, in um Rebels. oh. Oh yeah! Oh boy! Yeah, Jesus, there, there H it is. Tapped... What? You no, okay? N- nothing. You okay over there? Nothing. What was Star Wars? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. By the way, good on you, Facebook captioning for spelling Sabine Wren right. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done. That's impressive. That's impressive. Wow. Um. On that note. Uh, Chris LaRusso, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks Where can me. people follow you online? Okay. And uh, your, and your, at Chris LaRusso on Twitter, uh, Chris LaRusso on Instagram, uh, facebook.com slash Chris LaRusso, uh, upcoming, we're got, uh, IWC's feature presentation this Saturday, 1 p.m., uh, start time at the Brownsville drive-in. We also got October 10th, which will be, uh, winner takes all, uh, at, the Washington Wild Things Park. Uh, keep your eye on IWC social media for details, ticket information about all of that. Um, want to shout out a couple other places right now. Um, I want to shout out uh, Imagine because uh, they are currently running shows. I don't have their schedule right now. But, I uh, think they are the 19th this month. That's a good. I mean, which you, is the same day as IWC, I believe. I uh, believe so. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I think if I think some yeah. people are doing a one o'clock, seven o'clock. You okay. Know, oh yeah, they're, they're mat- doubling mat- up. They're, yeah, they're, they're, the double up. It's like like uh, good old days. Yes. Uh, no, because I think I had a earmark to go to before I got my Chicago date. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. There was a few other things that were uh, kind of running recently. Uh, Real shoots doing a couple uh, uh, mm-hmm. show. They're doing a couple Facebook shows yep. uh, featuring some of my t- uh, my students yep. and myself on a, on a couple of them. So I want to give them a quick shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're featured this Friday, correct? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this for uh, you know, for the uh, companies that are running and the companies that are right now shuttered. Uh, keep your love. You know. Keep uh, supporting them in any way you can, and uh, support indie wrestling in in all of its forms, in mm-hmm. all of its uh, incarnations. And some <laughs> some point, someday, will we will all be together again? It's like Casablanca. So, uh, uh, side notes, offshoot of that one that has nothing to do with anything except that I saw it in here. Mama Flexer is in the house in the chat room. I know, I know, we see her a lot here on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 follow up, uh, Indie Mayhem show. We talked with Tim Cross of Real Shoot Wrestling. Awesome. And we okay, talk cool. a lot about that, and he has some great stories that I haven't clipped yet with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Matt Riddle, Chavo Guerrero, and Chavo Guerrero's chiropractor. Sounds like I mean I can tell some riddle stories, but <laughs> well, you were involved, so <laughs> at that point, so uh, you know, know, he, let's hold on to that for Patreon. Yeah, let's hold. Yeah, on yeah, to, yeah. And, and you know what, riddle's got enough trouble right now, so let's hang on. Oh no. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, Mad Mike four eighty three in the tweets. Yeah, uh, you know, watch Lucha Underground on Tubi TV. <laughs> watch Heroes on the Cock. You know, yes. just watch watch all the things I've ever mentioned. And you know what? If you've never seen The Mandalorian. And you like Sasha Banks? Get yourself some Disney Plus. Binge watch The Mandalorian. It's there you go. Good. There you go. Mainstream Matt. Hey, thanks for having me on, Sorg. Remember, everybody out there, um, science fiction doesn't begin and end with Star Wars. Try some Star Trek too. Mix it in every once in a while. It's also good. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Thanks for thanks for Strange playing both flex, sides. But okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The dark water is full of red shirts. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I mean, he got your Paramount Plus uh, lined up. Man, you really are still dedicated to that company, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how you have to go. Um, and uh, 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 oh, listen to your parents. Is that coming back this week? Yes, it is. There you go. That'll be on the Listen to Your Parents. Follow the Facebook page. We'll be streaming from there uh, as, uh, as well as other um, Sorgatron Media properties. It's the chaser after the Fight Underground Council meeting, actually, on our stream. So, um, you know. It's like the end of the night when there's only like two or three people left in the bar and everyone else is left. It's just mm. kind of like nice chill. Why do, I feel, why do I feel called out? What? <laughs> the end of the night, everyone else has left the bar. Oh, yeah. I've been to those parties. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for being part of this. Uh, Quarantine's been great for my liver. It has been great for the liver. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Mayhem out. Out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.